Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of the podcast where I am reviewing uh, Lana Del Rey's Lust for Life released in July of 2017 and I have a lot to say, let's get into it. Um, So I was really really hyped for Lana to release this album, it's been the longest we uh, had between albums from her, like she released Born to Die um, and Paradise both in 2012, um, Ultraviolence in 2014, Honeymoon in 2015. So we had a very consistent, um, we always knew Lana was going to release an album basically within a one or two year period and for me I personally loved all four projects like I love Born to Die, Paradise obviously, they're the holy grail of Lana and I think most fans um, admit that. Um, but also ultra-violence where Lana gets rocky and even more depressing than Born to Die in Paradise, which we thought wasn't possible. And then Honeymoon, which is a lighter touch of Lana, but unfortunately Lust for Life didn't really live up to the first three albums. I felt like the first three albums were like a trilogy um, of Lana at her best and then we got Lust for Life. Now don't get me wrong, Lust for Life isn't a bad album, but there is just a lot of filler, I think, on this album. I loved, um, so she built, she built the promo a lot for this album actually, like we had Love and we had Lust for Life, um, and then we had Summer Bummer and Groupie Love. Um, I loved all four tracks, I especially loved uh, Summer Bummer and Groupie Love. Um, so yeah then the album came out and on first listen i was impressed i loved 13 beaches and cherry um really some of lana's best songs actually um and there was a lot of filler like uh white mustang i don't know why she released a video for white mustang i don't know who asked for that but uh we got it anyway um in my feelings I really did like oh my god Coachella would suck in my mind I cannot stand that song it's definitely Lana's worst song <laughs> um, God Bless America I loved I found when the world was at war we kept dancing a little bit problematic with the lyrics I know what Lana was trying to do here like a lot of artists in the post-election Trump era they were trying to kind of be a uniting force rather than a dividing force and all that sort of stuff and I get what Lana was trying to do, Lana isn't a problematic artist uh, apart from that one time in the ride video where she does some Native American but we don't like to talk about that. Um, uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, when the world was at war. Yeah, so I found that a little bit problematic and a little bit annoying and I was just like, oh, Lana, like, I know you're better than that. Um, Oh, I loved the duet with Stevie Nicks. Her voice really, really complimented Lana. Um, yeah, I know that was that was really nice. Um, Tomorrow Never Came is is just boring to me. Very much like Coachella was stuck in my mind. Just absolutely bores me to tears. And then um, change and get free, kind of bring it back around and like save this album completely. Um, and heroin even, I, I, I do like heroin, um, but uh, is it Change? I think Change is uh, a really, really great song. Um, so yeah, I think we got some of Lana at her best and some of Lana at her worst. Like, 
13 beaches, cherry, summer bummer, groupie love, change. Just, um, just Lana being amazing lyrically, production is on point. But then we just get so much filler and it just really makes me upset. Like Coachella, oh, I could talk, I could write a thesis on how bad Coachella is and how it doesn't fit into any of Lana's um, discography at all. And um, Tomorrow Never Came. There's definitely a acoustic vibe to this album. I just don't like when Lana does that at all. I like the orchestral, um, dramatic, cinematic element to Lana's music and I really hope she keeps that for the next project. So yeah guys, that is <laughs> my very passionate review of Lana's uh, Lost Life album. Um, yeah, share with all your friends and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks guys, bye.